this was going to be the first time that I'd ever had my own place to myself. No siblings to share a room with, no college roommates, just me and the way that I wanted to curate my space. And it didn't really dawn on me that that was going to be the situation until after the fact, after I moved in to my first apartment, because there is that feeling of, I mean, in your 20s, of learning to be alone and be by yourself and learning to feel comfortable by yourself. Hello and welcome to the podcast, to another episode of Queerly Overthinking. I'm your host, Adam Harper, and in today's episode, we're going to be talking about why Dallas, or specifically, what makes Dallas so special to me, and why did I choose to move here after college? Um, a few of the key items that we're going to be talking about today are what prompted my search for a new city to move in, to live in, what did it take for me to get out to Dallas, and what's keeping me here for the foreseeable future. I'm really excited about this episode specifically just because I, I have so much to share about Dallas, so let's get started. Oftentimes when someone asks like, why did I move to Dallas? There's this question of what prompted my search for a new city. Like, what was the initial drive for me to find some place to live after college? Um, I had about three semesters left in college at the point where I was ready to live in a much larger city than the college town I was living in. It was very small, um, and I wanted to be somewhere where there were more amenities, more shops, more activities, uh, a larger community, not just a queer community, but uh, just a larger body of people uh, in a city and such. So I knew that I would want to have like a fresh start out of college. I was looking for places that would offer decent cost of living, um, I wanted to be in a place that was not going to be as cold as Idaho, as I that's where I went to school. Um, and I also lived in Oregon for a while. And so the last like five years of my life at this point had been someplace rather cold and rainy. Yes, the summer months were decent, um, but I was very much ready to be somewhere a lot more warm. <laughs> um I wanted to also be somewhere where there was, as I mentioned, a larger queer community. While other cities may be more easily identified as queer-friendly off the bat, such as like New York or Chicago or San Francisco, um, Dallas and the larger cities within Texas, I found, also offered somewhat of a safe haven for queer-minded individuals. Um, really, when you look at Texas as a whole, like it is a pretty red state at the moment. Um, but the larger cities do offer some level of protection and safety and community and involvement for uh, people in the queer community. So I definitely really wanted to keep that in mind as I wanted to, you know, be surrounded with my kind of people. <laughs> what did it take for me to actually get out here to Dallas is also another follow-up question that people usually have. Uh, I started interviewing for jobs in for Dallas in my last semester, though I quickly realized that people often wanted to hire you like 
if you already lived in the state and if you were coming right out of college versus I still had like a couple months left essentially and I was trying to line something up. I was being really, I, I guess, not jumping the gun per se, but I was interviewing a lot. I was trying to see if any of them would be flexible on a start date because I kind of wanted something like immediately after college. But um, this was around like late 2018 before the pandemic shifted the way remote work operates. Um, after I graduated, though, I moved back to live with my parents in New Mexico, and I just continued to apply for jobs out in Dallas because I knew that's where I wanted to live. What specifically drew me to Dallas was the, as I mentioned, the cost of living, the different kind of like the, the warmer kind of weather, and ultimately all the other pieces that I wanted to have in a new city essentially other cities that I did consider were Denver Portland and Seattle but Dallas kind of fit more of the check boxes that I was looking for but while I was still applying I was uh, you know continuing to do side projects such as building websites for clients of mine and just you know again continuing to apply and interview and thankfully I was able to line up a few interviews and flew out to Dallas um, I was able to interview and land a job with the Howard Hughes Corporation, which allowed me to make my move out in March of 2019, because I didn't want to actually move out to Dallas until I knew I had something lined up. But that, again, was very tricky, again, to be interviewing with companies where they may or may not want to hire you, depending on your location. Again, this is all before remote work was really popular. <laughs> um at this time, I didn't have a lot to move. I had a twin bed. I had a dresser and a couple suitcases full of clothes and a few household items from college, but it probably will be the easiest move I will ever undertake. The hardest thing was just driving out there, honestly. Um, and the reason why I say that is because as I'm recording this, I'm preparing to move again and it's just, it's a lot to logistically plan for and to work through and consider. So I, I feel like though I was very ready to move out to Dallas, um, having been home after college, especially like no longer being an active member of the church or being involved, um, also fully embracing my queerness. I, I was very much ready to be out and on my own and to have my own place. This was going to be the first time that I'd ever had my own place to myself. No siblings to share a room with, no college roommates, just me and the way that I wanted to curate my space. And it didn't really dawn on me that that was going to be the situation until after the fact, after I moved in to my first apartment, because there is that feeling of, I mean, in your 20s of learning to be alone and be by yourself and learning to feel comfortable by yourself, um, it's, it's hard when you have college and work and, you know, other people that you grew up with to kind of provide that community for you pretty easily, but they don't really tell you <laughs> as you grow up that, you have to be comfortable doing things by yourself and being comfortable being alone. And I, I love going to the movies by myself. I love going shopping by myself. I love taking myself out to dinner. You know, it's something that I've not 
done without practice, that's for sure. It's something that takes time to be settled into doing, essentially. But I don't know. I would say that for the most part, I really enjoyed being able to have my own space in the majority of my 20s just because it was something that I never had growing up. And I can come home and knowing that the apartment is in the exact condition that I left it in or I can have it as clean or as messy as I want it to be and to not feel necessarily judged by anybody. Um, there is something to that effect, though, where I, I have to kind of parent my inner child, so to speak. You know, I feel like there's two sides of our personalities, oftentimes the younger, more adolescent side of our brain and then the more logic and parental kind of forward-thinking side of our brain. So I've had to definitely kind of talk to myself in a way where I'm like, okay, come on, time to go to bed. Like, <laughs> let's turn off the TV. And in a way, like, set up routines in my apartment. I have, like, a, kind of a smart home set up to where I can have my Google devices, you know, turn lights down at a certain time, turn off the TV at a certain time. So it kind of helps with that ability to be by myself in my own space. But that was kind of a tangent on thinking about what it was like moving in on my own. As the years have gone by, uh, I've asked myself this question a lot, but others have asked, you know, what's keeping me here in the foreseeable future? And, you know, I've been in the DFW area for about four years now. I lived in my initial apartment that I first moved in Dallas uh, for three years, and that was honestly quite a wild ride. <laughs> um, I lived through a very eventful 2019 there, which... It was nice that I was able to have a full year in Dallas before the pandemic hit. I was able to get into routine. I was able to kind of settle into the city a little bit more. Um, I lived through an even more eventful 2020 and 2021 um, in that apartment. And by that time, I had no plans to necessarily move out. I just didn't, or I, I had plans to move out. I just didn't know necessarily where I was going to move quite yet. And near the end of 2021, I decided to move about 45 minutes northwest of Dallas to a city called Denton uh, to be closer to the person I was dating at the time. And in the moment, it made sense with all the information and all the emotions I was feeling at the time. Um, while things didn't work out in the relationship, I did learn a lot from it. One specific lesson I learned is that I'm happy that I pushed myself so far north of Dallas to see what life would be like um, living kind of north in the suburbs or even just like in a neighboring city and if that was something I would ever want to do again. Well, with that in mind, I can confirm that I probably won't move somewhere more than 30 minutes away from the main city of Dallas just because I found myself uh, driving to Dallas fairly regularly for doctor's appointments, work events, or just seeing friends and social events. Um, so all that said, I'm rounding out my fourth year in the DFW Metroplex in Denton, um, but I will be starting my fifth year in the Metroplex in Richardson, which is a city north, like kind of in the suburbs of Dallas. Um, when I tell you that 
I've been extremely methodical about how I have selected my next apartment. I am not joking. <laughs> I have looked at 240 plus different apartments within the Metroplex to find one that would suit my needs with nearly everything on my needs and wants checklist at home. Um, I'm talking about like undermounted kitchen sinks and bathroom sinks because I love an undermounted sink. Having in-unit laundry, um, I really do prefer hardwood floors. I also map out, like I, if they have a blueprint of the apartment unit that I'm looking at and it's within the square footage that I'm needing, I will. I have like this free software that allows me to create a 3D model with that blueprint and allow me to take the furniture in my apartment that I've already measured and essentially kind of move it around in this 3D model so I can see, hey, is this apartment actually going to fit? Am I going to like the way that my furniture is arranged here? Granted, I try to get it to scale as much as possible, but you know, nothing will really ever prepare me for the actual move in for the furniture and such. But um, I'm trying to think if there's anything else that is kind of a want list. I mean, I love a tall ceiling because as a tall individual, I do occasionally get claustrophobic in smaller spaces. So I appreciate that um, most apartments these days do have taller ceilings. Um, I don't know, just a, a few of the amenities, I guess, of having a space for me to reserve, park my car. Um, is it near areas that I want to enjoy the shops and restaurants and such? That's one thing that I really am excited about for my move to Richardson is um, I'll still have my Super Target. I religiously go to Super Target all the time for my groceries and such. Um, I love boba tea and there are several boba tea shops in that area, uh, specifically some that I used to go to all the time when I lived closer to Dallas. And one of my favorite taco shops, a Velvet Taco. Shout out to Velvet Taco specifically because I absolutely love their tacos and I'm so excited to be closer to one of their shops in Richardson. Um, anyway, those are just like a handful of things that I was considering when you know, I want to move into my next apartment. Again, being closer to my office is a great perk, um, closer to a lot of my doctor's offices as well. It's been a lot having to plan out my drives to Dallas because on a good day with no traffic, it's like 45 minutes from Denton down to Dallas. And on a bad day with heavy traffic, it's like anywhere from an hour to an hour and a half. And I am not a driver. Like, I don't like driving. <laughs> I really appreciated when I lived in Dallas that most things that I wanted to go see or do uh, were within like a 20 minute drive maximum. Typically, my drives were no more than 10 to 15 minutes in any direction for anything that I would want to do. So, I'm very excited to get back into that just because I just, I don't like, like, as much as I love my car and I love spending time in my car, I. I'm just excited to not have to drive so much. So um, anyway, moving on to the next part of the main question of what's keeping me here. Uh, what hold does Dallas have on my heart? Or why do I feel like I might be here for a while or even consider putting down roots and buying property at some point? I would say I love the southern city charm of Dallas. And I just feel like it has so much to offer from art and food and culture and the people here and for whatever reason I'm just drawn to it and though I've moved 
here not really knowing anybody outside of the people that I might have chatted online with before the move, I've genuinely started to grow a personal community here of people who I feel like love and care about me and where I feel like that energy is being reciprocated. Um, I genuinely didn't know anybody moving out here. I maybe knew like a hand, like maybe two people before I moved out here. So it was like, it was a genuine, genuine fresh start. And it was a little scary at first for sure. And I definitely leaned on my online uh, social connections a lot when I first moved here. Um, one other, a few other perks that I feel like are keeping me here in Dallas is that it's in the middle of the country, which makes flying much more manageable and reasonable in cost where I'm about like three hours from either coast and we have two major airlines here, American or Southwest. I personally opt to fly American just because I feel like they have a few more options when it comes to locations to fly. But I've thought about flying Southwest a little bit more too now that prices are a little bit cheaper. What's also nice about American is that they are international as well here in Dallas. There's an international port here. And I'm excited because I just booked a flight to visit my friends over in the UK. And it's a nonstop flight from Dallas to London. So I'm like, that in and of itself is a huge perk to be able to just be, like, travel-wise, I love to travel. And I'm here to travel. And I'm so, so happy that Dallas is, like, a great place for that to happen. While the weather here, though, is kind of unpredictable it can get very hot and i like you know i do enjoy the climate here um my first year here though i survived a nasty windstorm in the summer of 2019 and that cut my power for like four days and a tornado then came through in october of 2019 and that cut through north dallas and i kid you not when i say that i could see it from my bedroom window after it passed by my apartment building like I'm not joking. It was really freaky to see. Like, I'd never seen a tornado before in my life. Uh, I grew up in New Mexico, which is not Tornado Alley, and so I did not grow up having that understanding of what to do for a tornado or, you know, to be weather aware. So I, ever since then, have just become very weather-informed. I check the weather basically every single day just because I just want to know what's going on. More so because I need to know what I'm going to be wearing. I'm recording this episode right now in January, and Texans often call January the uh, Texas Shuffle, or at least that's what I've heard. I don't know if everybody calls it that, but that's what I call it. And it's because every day it's like it could be freezing or it could be 80 degrees like it has been the last two days. And then now the high, I think, is going to be barely even 60 today. And then a few weeks ago in December or January, I can't remember which one, it was only like 11 degrees as the high. So it's just insane. Texas sometimes can be a little crazy with the weather, but the summers definitely do get hot. Last thing I want to say that is keeping me here is the cost of living. While I am in a metroplex. I would say that I'm in one of the less expensive metroplexes in the country, um, at least from my own experience and my own understanding. While I'm moving to Richardson, not specifically Dallas proper, I'm less than 15, 20 minutes away from anything in the heart of the city, which means it's a little less expensive to have a slightly bigger apartment, which is nice, which is ideal for someone like me who works in a remote hybrid work environment. And I'm sure I could list off a few more things to tout about Dallas, but honestly, I'm really happy with the choice that I made. I'm sure that there are going to be 
you know, pros and cons that I can continue to think of, such as the crazy weather or, uh, you know, the Arctic polar blasts of wind that come and freeze us over. Oh my goodness. That February storm in 2021, I believe. Oh my gosh. That was crazy. It was like, everybody was frozen. Um, but like the reality that Texas and Dallas and the other larger cities here are, as I mentioned, blue havens in a wily red state, all things considered, I really love it here. And I don't see myself leaving anytime soon. And, you know, maybe I'll do a follow-up episode in a year or two on this to see if my opinion has changed, especially as I consider, you know, in the next couple of years, if I want to actually purchase property or a home or a condo or anything like that. Um, but for now, I'm really happy for being so connected to the city as I am, and I'm just grateful for all the people that I've made connections with here. I genuinely love so many people here and I'm, I'm just grateful that I've been able to make a life for myself out here in Dallas. To close things out, usually I wrap up with like either a motivational or inspirational quote, but today I just wanted to kind of share a lesson that I learned from my therapist uh, in one of my sessions. When things ended in my last relationship and I had just recently moved to Denton, I felt like I was starting all over again. I felt alone. I felt like I was kind of removed from an environment that I had known for the last three years in Dallas. And um, it was a little bit diff more difficult to see people that I care about who live in Dallas because of the drive and, you know, the distance that that put between us, um, physically at least. But something that my therapist helped me work through, and this is like what I want to share, is learning to illuminate your surroundings, both physically and emotionally. That changed my whole perspective. And if anything, it's making me miss my apartment that I'm leaving in Denton because I felt like I really made a home for myself here in an environment where I needed to emotionally survive and thrive after uh, a relationship had ended. And I'm excited to be able to do that again in Richardson. I'm excited to be able to make a new home for myself. But I have to say, like, it is truly something that changed my perspective on an environment where I felt alone and afraid. I was able to, little by little, explore not only my feelings as an individual, but how I felt inside my home, how I felt inside this new city. Um, and to make new friends and new connections. And it is scary. Like, I am an extroverted introvert, and I'm not one who's always jumping at the gun to make new friends or have new experiences. I like routine and I like consistency, but in some instance, you gotta be curious. You gotta be willing to be a little bit more vulnerable and explore that side that is maybe unknown in your life, but that's something that helped me a lot. It was just imagining myself sitting down, you know, with maybe like, I, I kind of envisioned like this flashlight essentially in my hand. And I'm just like illuminating the space around me, both emotionally and physically and finding those new routines, finding those new connections and just building a life for myself. So 
I'm just grateful for that. It helped me so much. And I hope that by sharing that, that it will be helpful to someone listening to this podcast as well. And I'm just grateful for my therapist to help me work through that. But I'm also grateful for all the amazing people that I've been able to find because of my patience in illuminating my space around me. So anyway, that is what I wanted to kind of end things with. Thank you again so much for taking the time to listen today. I have loved being able to share why I love Dallas so much and why I'm going to continue loving Dallas even more. And uh, be sure to share and subscribe to the podcast. And I will see y'all in the next episode. Queerly Overthinking is produced by Adam Harper and Cass McMahon Cooper. It is edited by Adam Harper with audio mixing by Necessary Outlet Productions. You can follow Queerly Overthinking on Instagram at Queerly Overthinking and find more at www.queerlyoverthinking.com.